Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Abhinav Nair, uh, who is the co-founder of Moon, uh, which is a finance platform designed to bring all aspects of your economic life in one place and help you uh, take good actions. Uh, hi Abhinav, welcome to ELI. Uh, I would request you to introduce yourself to our audience. Hi Priya Ranjan, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. Um, so I'm uh, the founder and CEO of Mool, uh, which as you said is uh, a financial platform uh, for the emerging middle class to be good with money. And uh, this is my first venture. I've previously worked as a consultant, as an advisor to a government minister, and as a product manager as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, before, before we start discussing about the venture, can you take us through your personal journey prior to entrepreneurship? Like uh, where were you born and brought up? How did your education happen? Any hint of entrepreneurship during your uh, early life? And uh, then how, how did your career shape up? Sure. So I was uh, born and raised in Jamshedpur, which is uh, a very nice town in, in Jharkhand. Yeah. Um, I went to the same school from kindergarten through the 12th standard. And uh, at the end of that, I uh, had the opportunity to attend Yale College on a scholarship, mm -hmm. uh, which was a fantastic experience because it's, it's, a, uh, it's one of the world's best research universities right. uh, that together students uh, you know, from hundred more than 100 countries. And so I had a, a, a fantastic undergrad experience uh, studying ethics, politics, and economics. Mm. And uh, my parents are doctors by profession. Uh, my sister is also a doctor. And so I'm the only patient uh, in, in the family. And uh, the, the reason I didn't choose medicine myself was because uh, I found myself interested in the environment in which I saw my parents operate. Uh, we uh, spent the earliest years of my life in a fairly small place called Bundu, which is, uh, you know, a village or small township on the Ranchi Jamshedpur Highway. Uh, my parents were, uh, you know, uh, doctors who started their lives practicing there and uh, my uh, operation uh, in the district and so uh, you know I always paid attention to their working environment uh, uh, which was sometimes quite resource constrained you know there are uh, stories we grew up with about how you know they would have delivered say twins uh, in in that setup and uh, but would have only one bag mask right so you mm. uh, try to uh, get one you know one wind to sort of and then you switch um, you know and those kinds of kinds of situations got me interested just you know why is it that we have the number of hospitals that we do what the quality of our hospitals are uh, how they get funded what the government's role is in all of this uh, and then broadly how that relates to different kinds of economic development issues, right? 
Tarkin, for example, has the same number of pediatricians per capita as, say, the country of you know Liberia or Sierra Leone. Mm. Um, and I think oftentimes, you know, I mean, India is just such a vast country, right? That uh, we we forget these these regional disparities, and uh, you know, uh, it's it's questions like that that got me interested in economic development. And so I studied ethics, politics, and economics because. Uh, for any real world issue uh, that you're trying to evaluate and say make a policy on right uh, you want to consider the the ethical or sort of moral aspects of that issue you want to consider um you know uh, the political systems in which uh, solutions can be brought about mm. uh, how different stakeholders can engage and interact with one another uh, as as what the uh, you know objective economic analysis uh, and considerations of those trade-offs would be. So I got a plastic liberal arts training uh, to think about these kinds of problems. And then uh, when I graduated, I started working as a, um, as a strategy consultant for a firm called Dahlberg Advisors, okay. which uh, is quite unique in that it uh, is a global strategy firm dedicated to uh, working in international development. Mm-hmm. And on uh, you know problems that uh, you know the world faces quite broadly, whether that's you know energy insecurity, education, and so on. So um, my first job was a really exciting one because I was living and working in San Francisco, but um, you know would frequently travel to you know more than ten countries over the course of uh, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, working in Latin America, Sub-Saharan Africa, the Middle East, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, working with governments, foundations, and multinational companies that were trying to uh, create access to essential goods and services, right? the kinds of things that uh, make for a, for a better life uh, through market-based approaches. Okay. And that's where I saw a lot of uh, companies uh, use technology and good design uh, to serve these emergent consumer segments, right? People who were uh, coming out of poverty, had real disposable income, uh, could afford certain, uh, you know, welfare service, like services that contributed to welfare. Um, and then work with the companies to see how you can do this sustainably with a, with a business model, right? Okay. And uh, that was really, really interesting to me and uh, made for a great start to my career. Awesome. I think uh, you were, uh, from very early days, you were uh, sure about what you want to do in life. Uh, having said that, uh, can you tell us how did you land up in entrepreneurship and that too in the fintech world? Sure. So the the journey to entrepreneurship was actually a... Um, a long one. You know, I wasn't somebody who uh, grew up wanting to be an entrepreneur or felt like I should have a company of my own and, and try to build that. Um, you know, I, uh, as I said, I was working as a consultant and at some point I realized that uh, the skills that I've gained could be well utilized uh, in India. And so I moved back home. Mm. And uh, when I was thinking about what to do next, I thought of good way to situate myself and sort of understand what's happening in India at the time. This was uh, 2015, 2016. Um, I basically wrote an email to a 
uh, and a member of parliament who was also then the deputy finance minister of the country okay uh, and just wrote him a cold email saying sir i you know really appreciate what you're doing and this is you know who i am and what i've been doing and what i am interested in and and i would love to uh, see if there's an opportunity for me to contribute to your efforts right mm-hmm. and he was kind enough to take take up that offer and uh, meet with me and after a couple of discussions uh, made me a job offer to come work for him as an advisor and assistant okay. and uh, so i found myself in this interesting situation working for uh, you know union government minister in delhi for about half the month and i would spend the rest of the month in his uh, home constituency okay. uh, was in my home state of of jharkhand mm. right and uh, when i was in the constituency i would wake up every morning early uh, because there were a whole bunch of people gathered there by as early as 7 am mm. in the morning uh, people who just lived in the area had some business uh, with the mp uh, whether that's uh, trying to get a medical grant for somebody in their family who's, who was not well and needed treatment uh, whether they were looking for a job or you know the other kinds of issues that people right. talk to yeah. their public representative about yeah. and as i uh, met with people i realized that we needed a system by which we could uh, you know take the uh, the applications and uh, you know uh, letters that they were giving us mm-hmm. uh, and turn that into uh, something that the government at different levels whether the states the state you know the district administration state government or the union government uh could respond to right mm. so we built a case management system that over the course of a year handles 2 lakh such citizen grievances uh that introduced me to the combination of uh the role of technology as well as good design that is made for bharat users uh and that people can actually interact with and uh and uh, that can create a good outcome for them in their lives right mm. and uh that introduced me to uh to uh, civic technology and i went on to uh, support facebook's efforts in uh, civic technology in uh, south and central asia mm. and uh, you know at this point i i felt my life was going pretty well um and then uh, quite suddenly my uh, family suffered a, a terrible bereavement oh. uh, we lost my uh, father to a heart condition and it happened all quite suddenly in the span of you know 20 minutes one evening um and uh, you know that is a, a you know a difficult uh, thing for anyone to go through but it it's also not uncommon right like a lot of people uh, do lose a parent or find some other kind of uh, shock in their family that they have to learn to cope with and so a couple of days after this happened we asked ourselves this question of you know so what do we do about the money mm. uh, right it took us a couple of weeks to just understand uh, you know how many bank accounts we had what investments we had what insurance policies we had how we should plan for the future uh, and in that process i met uh, you know the different agents and distributors who had been providing financial advice to my parents and uh, worked with them to get a objective view of what our family portfolio looked like mm. uh and so in the process of uh you know solving the personal finance uh problem for 
my uh, my family i figured that um you know this is a problem that every household in in india deals with right yeah where uh, you know while we're in a country that is so value sensitive right that we would try to save one rupee when we're buying you know uh, vegetables mm. uh, but we can leave our entire net worth uh, sort of unguarded and uh, and you know not as well cared for um, and oftentimes people have to depend on uh, different kinds of financial advisors and distributors who are selling financial products for a commission um, and they, these financial products themselves are you know really hard to understand right? yeah. i mean just look at what their names are the kotak emerging equity blue chip mutual fund growth option right does that mean anything to you i mean most people would not understand what uh, you're in, you know putting your money in uh, and right. what you should expect uh, when your uh, you know distributor comes to you saying that you know sir you should invest in this right so i started thinking about that problem a bit more and realized that finance is such a industrialized sector right and it's such a supply led sector mm. that more attention needs to be paid to uh, the demand side of what custom you know regular people in india actually need right in order to be be good with money yeah. how do they plan their how can they plan their finances what types of services should they avail how can those services be designed in a way that can speak to people's lived experiences and be relatable uh, to the types of uh, you know problems of life that they're trying to solve for using finance and uh, with that we came up with the idea of mool mm. and uh, you know mool just means source root or foundation right it's the your mool is sort of who you are where you come from uh what your origins are and in it we hope to build a consumer finance brand uh and a digital finance product mm. that can help all of india uh be good with money regardless of what language they speak what level of income they are whether they're uh living in urban areas or rural areas mm. um and make sure that this process of financialization in our modern economy works well for everybody okay you have uh, quite nicely explained the problem statement but tell us how you are going to solve it because it's a very large problem and uh, i think uh, there are countless number of players who are tried to solve it and failed also so it's because it's a big problem for a very big audience uh, tell us about it what is the product about how does it work who are the stakeholders and uh, you know if if there's a proper mature product tell us about what are the different modules inside the product sure so it it is a big problem uh, but it's also a very simple one if you think about it right um one of the goals that we all share uh, whether that's you know individuals the government companies in india is to uh, improve uh, you know incomes in india right make sure that everybody is uh, is doing a little better than their parents did and their parents before them mm. and if you look at that as a uh, as a mathematical uh, concept right mm. then uh, the goal is just to have more money over time relative to the 
cost of things that you need to buy. Mm. Right. So we all understand that uh, in this concept of inflation, right, right, that uh, there are that prices tend to rise. Sometimes they rise very quickly. Sometimes they rise slower. And if you want to have more money in real terms, uh, then you have to make sure that your savings and in India has the largest cohort of uh, the world's largest cohort of new savers. Okay. Right. There are lots of people, people in India, you know, at least a hundred million people, we think who are the first in their families to have real personal disposable income. Right. Mm. And they aren't able to. Uh, and so what they need to do is just make sure that they have more money relative to inflation over the long run that their money is actually compounding uh, over time. Mm. So that's that's the only problem that needs to be solved, right? Okay. And the way we need we uh, solve it is by giving people all the tools that they need to go through this natural process of personal finance. Mm -hmm. right? Whether that starts with uh, being able to open a bank account okay. and put money into it mm -hmm. uh, and then move that money into... Uh, investments that uh, grow over time uh, without a lot of volatility, without a lot of ups and downs, uh, and provide a stable path to growth. That while that's happening, that they're insured and have uh, coverage inter in you know in case something bad happens to them, mm. and uh, that through this process they're also learning a little bit more about how money works well. Okay. Right? So we have developed tools for each of these uh, aspects uh, of an individual's personal finance journey. So if you download the Mool app of, uh, you know, the Play Store on Android or uh, on iOS, mm -hmm. uh, you'll be greeted with, uh, uh, with an application that allows you to immediately create a bank account without any paperwork, without having to go to the branch, making any uh, wet signatures on paper. And within five minutes, you can have a new bank account available to you. Okay. You also get a card in the mail. And this is kind of a unique card because it's a debit card that improves your credit score. So oh. as you load money into your account and use it to spend, uh, your credit score starts improving. And we've seen people improve their credit score by two, 300 points uh, over the period of three months. But how does it work? Very curious to know. How does it work? How does the card work? Yeah. Um, so the card is basically a credit card, right? But there isn't a credit line on it. There are no loans that you are taking. As you uh, make a payment, we show that, you know, you've uh, cleared your credit card bill, mm. right? So there's no, because we take, uh, we deduct the money from your account because your card is sort of linked to your savings account balance. Okay. There is no opportunity for you to default on your payment. Right? Mm. So the idea is that if you are a thin file customer, somebody who's never availed uh, formal financial services or taken loans uh, from accredited providers, uh, then you can still, you know, start with this account, uh, build your credit score. And in about two, three months, as we see a certain transaction pattern, we can start issuing you a small credit line at very low costs relative to other providers because we have also have a, uh, an understanding of what your financial life looks like. Mm. Right? 
So we can help to make sure that you're not over indebted, uh, that you have some liquidity and float available to you month on month between uh, the times that you get paid mm. and that you're able to transact and, you know, get, uh, you know, pay for all the expenses that you, you have in a month. Okay. Right? While you're doing this, uh, we also ask you a few short questions about, you know, who you are, what your goals are, uh, and try to understand what your risk tolerance might be. Mm. And based on that understanding, uh, assign you a customized portfolio made only for you, mm. which is made using different equity and debt and cold mutual funds. Okay. So a lot of our customers are first time investors. They're people mm. who want to invest, but they don't know how to get started. And so we offer them a very simple way to get started where you get a professionally created portfolio that uh, works for you. It has the right combination of uh, risky assets and safe assets uh, so that you get um, you know, an adjusted return, a risk adjusted return for the long term. Okay. And so as you're adding, so your only job then is to add money to your account and uh, use it for your expenses to move your surplus funds and save them uh, in your investment portfolio mm. and see that growth happen. And as you do that, we also make sure that you're well protected, that your health, life, and property are insured through very affordable sachet insurance products that cost only a few hundred rupees per month. Mm. Okay. And that way, uh, that in combination of certain learning modules that we provide within the product uh, that make it very easy for people to learn about money. A lot of our customers are, uh, you know, young people, students who are graduating from college or um, who are working in, uh, you know, different blue and white collar professions. Uh, but nobody has ever sort of sat down with them and sort of uh, had the money conversation, right? Uh, this is not something we learn in schools. Uh, about what different financial services are and how to use use them well. And so these learning modules are very simple and easy to go through uh, short uh, you know pieces of content and that mm. teach you of, you know uh, how banking works, what to look for, how credit works, uh, how you can use it to your advantage, what investments are, how to evaluate a good insurance plan uh, mm. and other aspects of financial planning and um, you know, personal finance that can uh, be useful information for uh, any adult who is uh, who has an economic life, right? Um, so that is the product in a nutshell. Okay. So the way I see it, it's one product for uh, the people uh, who are not financially literate and they can simply just rely upon an app which is, uh, I, I assume it's AI powered. So uh, one personal assistant, which can, can do everything for you, just need to, you know, follow uh, the suggestions that it is giving to you. Uh, so uh, uh, my next question, how do you make money out of this product? What are the different uh, uh, business verticals uh, that you have or revenue streams that you have as a business? Sure. So uh, first, let me address something that you just said, uh, which is um, 
I wouldn't say the product is only for people who are, you know, who don't have a lot of financial literacy. One of the things that we pay a lot of attention to is good design, mm. right? Uh, oftentimes, the process of engage, you know, uh, using financial services can be quite clunky, right? Um, and we try to make sure that you know through the app, people have uh, a great, uh, you know, UI UX experience. Mm. Um, that and we've done a lot of deep work on this. We partnered with. Uh, IDO and the Gates Foundation. Um, okay. We've developed a strong design team in-house, right? Which rethinks what a financial app should look like, what information you get when. Uh, while we want to solve a lot of things for you, we also want you to understand what it is that you are committing to and uh, how your money is being managed. Okay. Right. So, uh, so we uh, try to create a product that is really easy to use and has uh, informed consent of the user mm. uh, as, uh, and it's really a tool for, for people to use themselves rather than feel that they have just entrusted somebody else to manage their money for them, right? We want to empower people to, to manage their money the, well themselves. Mm. Uh, so that's a slight distinction uh, from, from the way that you summarized it. Uh, in terms of our business model, it's really clear. Uh, we are completely free to use for users. Mm -hmm. There are absolutely no fees and charges whatsoever charged to the customer. Okay. The account is a zero balance account, uh, which is lifetime free. The card is issued to you for free. Okay. And uh, in addition, you have uh, your access to... Uh, advisors and a community at Mool. We run a program called Mool One to One, mm. where every Saturday uh, you can just sign up to speak to a Mool advisor, mm -hmm. and any question you have about money can be answered free of cost. Okay. So the way that we make money is by working in partnership with different financial institutions. Mm. Uh, so when you open a bank account uh, with our partner bank. It is our partner bank that compensates us, gotcha. right? When you use the card, uh, the merchant at which you uh, use that card pays a, a something called a merchant discount rate, an MDR fee, right? And we collect a portion of that in what's called interchange, right? So a very small percentage of your transaction comes to us in the form of revenue. Mm -hmm. In addition, when you make investments, then we receive... Uh, you know, some money from the a mutual fund company that is managing your funds, mm. right? The same works for insurance as well. So we work as a distributor of financial services and are completely free to users. Okay. Uh, curious to know about, so you have built a huge product if, um, the way I look at it. Uh, it has UPI, it has insurance, it has a bank account opening, um, it has mutual funds. So uh, almost everything that you want to do as a uh, individual uh, person, uh, so that can be done on this app, all the financial needs at one place. So can you tell us uh, how did you fund the uh, building part, how the building such a huge application requires a huge amount of money as well. Uh, so how did you finance the uh, 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 product building so far 
till the time you reach the break even assuming that you are yet to break even yes so we are uh, we do count we do have investors uh, which at this stage are family offices mm -hmm. uh, the people that uh, we've known that i've known for a long time uh, that um, you know the process of building mool has uh, has also been um, a process of dialogue with these um, you know well wishers mm -hmm. and uh, so when we when i wanted to start this company i spoke to an old friend about it uh, he himself you know had uh, some assets that he wanted to invest and uh, that's how we got the company started mm -hmm. right and as we grew we found more investors who uh, liked what we are building, who uh, liked our vision, our quality of execution, uh, the product uh, and the roadmap that we presented. And that's how we uh, negotiated with them uh, mm. to join us uh, in, our, in our mission. Okay. And as we move forward, we look forward to working either with, uh, you know, venture capital and private equity investors and or strategic investors uh, companies who have financial services businesses of their own and uh, look at Mool as a source of digital transformation. Okay. Awesome. Uh, next part I want to cover is uh, on the user acquisition. Uh, tell us about uh, how did we go about finding the users uh, for the application? Uh, how did we onboard them? Um, and you know, uh, when you uh, create a B2C application, uh, network effect uh, comes into play. The more people use it, then more people uh, come as a referral and, and also, how are you approaching this problem? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a really critical problem, right? Because if the cost of acquiring users is too high, mm. um, then your business doesn't work as well. Yes. Right. This is a business that needs to work at scale on relatively thin margins uh, with a large number of customers. Uh, and that, in fact, is the promise of digital transformation and financial services. Right. Mm -hmm. That we can go from an environment where uh, you know, banks invest so much money into building branches and having, uh, you know, relationship managers and, uh, you know, so much physical infrastructure, mm -hmm. the cost to asset in banking is about 4%, right? Which means that for every, um, you know, uh, lakh uh, rupees worth of deposits that a bank is able to collect, it actually spends about 4,000 rupees, okay. which is really, really expensive if you think about it. Yeah. And the uh, theory of digital transformation and financial services is that by using technology and technology-led distribution, you can decrease your cost so much, right? Mm. That you can reduce that cost to asset by at least one or two orders of magnitude. Mm. And so the single largest cost for us is customer acquisition. And we're happy to share that for us, that cost is as low as five rupees per customer. Okay. How? Right? So, uh, <laughs> So the way that we were able to get it so low is by acquiring customers in a few different ways. Um, we run uh, digital marketing uh, programs across social media. We've built 
um, a good brand in Mool. Uh, we have a nice Instagram and Facebook presence uh, that where people often come to for financial advice as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our, a lot of our content on these platforms is, um, is sort of non-promotional, right? It's content that you would want to subscribe to because you will learn something from it or uh, have fun engaging with topics in personal finance. And that's why a lot of users come to us. Okay. They also then the ads about the Mool product. And uh, I will tell you that the uh, Mool card, the concept of a debit card that improves your credit score is one that is really popular because a lot of people are understand the importance of having a good credit score, mm. but are afraid to take out loans, especially if they don't need it. Okay. And so we see really good performance on uh, our ads. And we went through a long journey of uh, getting that, uh, getting our digital marketing results uh, 10 times more effective today than they were six months ago. Mm. Right. And that was just a process of experimentation and uh, iteration, uh, getting exactly the right content out to uh, the right audience uh, and finding that uh, fit uh, iteratively over a few months. Uh, so, so as a result of that, we now have a waiting list for the product that has almost one lakh members in it. Okay. Um, in addition to our digital marketing efforts, we uh, have partnered with a number of colleges uh, mm-hmm. where we host personal finance workshops, uh, talking to students about how to be good with money, how to think about investing, how to think about other um, you know, uh, tax, insurance, um, or other types of issues uh, as they start their, uh, their earning life, right? Um, and those uh, uh, workshops have been really successful. Uh, they're often a lot of fun. I frequently dial into them. It's led by one of my colleagues, uh, but we see people, you know, staying on. It's rare when you can see people, especially college students, stay on a webinar for an entire hour and ask lots of good questions. Um, so, so that takes a lot of work in terms of the content that we create and pull out and how we're able to create workshops that are, that are of a value. And it's one of the ways in which people then under, learn about Mool and then become users of Mool. Mm. In addition, we reach out to many employers, uh, people who, uh, you know, companies that have uh, a few dozen to a few thousand employees okay. and offer them a employee financial wellness session. Mm. So as a benefit to their employees, right? So every company has employees that have questions on personal finance. Uh, Mool partners with them, offers a free session to, to those employees. They also learn about Mool and become interested because they see that um, you know, just using Mool can be the solution to all their personal finance woes. Um, and then finally, we've started doing two more uh, channels of acquisition. One is partner with HR tech companies. So there are a lot of companies that uh, provide HR management solutions for different companies, right? Mm. And one of the problems that these companies face is, especially with blue collar workers, is that when they onboard them, they have to create a bank account mm. for, that, for that worker, right? And right. provide some benefits to that worker as well. Yeah. And so Mool becomes a very well-integrated solution where with one click, you can actually pass on those KYC details and create a new bank account. Uh, for the employee. Um, The part that I'm most excited about is 
a nationwide cash deposit network that we've created mm. with more than half a million merchants uh, who are now able to deposit money into your Moon account. So these are Kirana stores that we've partnered with um, through different aggregators. And uh, the experience is as simple as walking up to one of these corner shops in your neighborhood. And just like you would buy bread, you know, you just hand cash over the counter and it's immediately reflected in your bank account. And so these uh, retailers also become an important source of customer acquisition from, from Moon. And as a result of all this, we're seeing the really low cost of acquisition where for less than the price of sending a letter to somebody, uh, we're able to cre create a, a holistic financial service relationship uh, spanning banking, investing, insurance, and soon credit um, yeah. with new Moon users. Got it. Um, so I just have one more question left uh, because uh, the time is almost up. Um, last question. Tell us what is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you? How would you define the term entrepreneur? It's a, it's a really uh, poignant question you've raised. And I think everybody who tries to build something and be an entrepreneur has their own interpretation of it. Um, I understand entrepreneurship as um, the ability to creatively respond to problems in the world. Um, there are many ways in which the world can be improved. And every time you improve the world slightly, you create some value, right? Mm -hmm. And so as an entrepreneur, you have to really love to look at different things that are happening. Uh, you have to enjoy talking to people and, you know, not just like an interview, right? But really try to get to know people uh, try to walk in their shoes, understand how they experience life uh, and what experiences they have had. And then use that information uh, to find a really creative um, change that you can envision, right? Mm. And then build a uh, set of interlinkages that allow you to create you know, a small change that can be a little bigger and then grow from there. Mm. Um, it is, you know, I've had a few different jobs over the past 10 years, and this one is by far my favorite. Okay. Uh, is I just enjoy the prospect of thinking creatively, of working, identifying other people with so much great talent and helping them be their best self and contribute uh, in the best way that they can and get this whole team to work together to get this team to then understand the problems of other people and what how we can solve those issues and then turn it into a clear product roadmap an engineering plan a uh, you know customer insights process um, and a product management journey uh, that gradually can reach more and more people and as they do, to, to always deal with people with integrity, uh, to be uh, you know, honest and transparent 
so that the word mool starts to mean something to people and it's some you know uh, a presence in their lives that that brings them some joy i think that was a very nicely defined uh, uh, way of uh, defining entrepreneurship so uh, thanks for your time abhinav uh, it was a pleasure to have you on our platform and best wishes for mool thanks so much priya rajan it's a pleasure talking to you likewise